Hey everybody, uh, Jim here. Just saying, a little bit of a disclaimer here. We had a rough day on Wednesday, our normal recording day. Looking for a, uh, a new cord for our microphone that got messed up. And then we got here, got back, recorded, ended up finishing up around 5 o'clock. We were supposed to start at 11. And uh, when we saved, we lost half of the podcast so we decided to put it off till today and on thursday and we're gonna kind of pick it up here we're gonna keep the audio from the latter half of the podcast um it's a little dated since the phillies ended up beating the red Sox and all and it was a good stuff but it's gonna it's gonna sound a little choppy and uh hopefully it Hopefully we don't have any of these problems going forward. But uh, anyway, thank you for listening and uh, enjoy the podcast. Welcome one, welcome all to episode six. Take two. Take two of uh, the Big Stick Energy Podcast. I'm Jim. I'm talking Phillies today and uh, my buddy Eric here. What you doing, Eric? Burping first, but uh, talking about the Flyers again. All right. We should. Uh, we have a. Little, we'll have a little bit of a disclaimer at the beginning, but we will uh, briefly cool. talk about our issues. Um, basically, this is our second time. Second time through. Second time through. Uh, a day later. The first half of our episode miraculously deleted when I saved the raw audio last night and. Uh, Jim and I had a bit of a day, so we were too tired, so we figured we were going to hit it again, and um, it was a learning experience, so from here on out, we're going to make sure that we back everything up. Yeah, back everything up. Multiple times. Multiple times. And go from there. Go from there. We're going to... I'm going to say it twice. Hopefully it sticks. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, maybe maybe the first one will delete and the second one will be there, but uh, (laughs) yeah, so uh, sadly... Most of the stuff that deleted was my shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, it's okay. We got some good stuff for you guys later in the episode, but <laughs> yeah, basically that the whole second half of the episode is going to be from last night, and it kind of talks about the game last night as if the game for the Phillies didn't happen. True, but it did happen. They won. Yep. And uh, Jim will kind of get into that a little bit, and then yeah. we're just going to have the extra Wait. audio that was saved. True. At the end. First. A little shout out to our brand new Patreon account because that got deleted too. Um, oh yeah, our, our shout out got deleted. Not our Patreon. We're gonna that do, didn't get deleted. We're gonna do some fun things on there. Hopefully, get some merchandise up there eventually once we start getting a following. Um, right now, there's a poll up there. Just some some fun interactive stuff. Uh, we're gonna do a state of the stick monthly poll. Um, make sure you uh, vote on that. It's on Twitter. You can find us on there and uh, tell us what you think about it. This week's State of the Stick poll is uh, who's the better sports team in Philly, the Phillies or the Flyers? We want to know what you guys think. And we will judge we you based know, on Yeah, what we you will pick. judge you. We want to know what our, what our audience likes the most, so we can kick the other guy off the podcast. And apparently from uh, <laughs> fate side, it's me since all the Flyers talk was, got deleted and all the Phillies talk stayed. So It was decided last night. Yeah. <laughs> no, but eh, in all seriousness, go vote. Check it out. 
we'll hopefully we'll get some cool stuff on there. Maybe maybe a T-shirt. Once we uh, once we get just one T-shirt that everyone can share. <laughs> we were thinking of actually just uh, putting blank white T-shirts up, and you had to buy them, so they would just be like a Hanes T-shirt. Yep. No sponsor by Hanes. Hanes. And uh, you guys are just buying blank white T-shirts. Not a sponsor. Also not a sponsor. Staples. <laughs> Where we bought our new cord. Yep. Thanks. Shout out to Staples though for, Shout out. They uh, for helped saving us out our there. ass, even though did. eventually <laughs> it didn't matter when our foot. I keep saying footage. It didn't matter. I keep saying footage, Jim. We were a film audio. You're a film guy, film dude. So it's, it's just what you do. You make a good point. Um, but anyway, I'm gonna abbreviate what I talked about last night, and we're gonna try to because we, you know, we're both pretty pretty tired. This is take two. We want to. Yeah. It kind of stinks, but, you know. It's all good. It's good to get it out now before flyer season starts when it's more important. Yeah. All right, man. Tell me about them flyers. All right. Again. So, (laughs) okay. So, I wanted to get into the fact that there was a, uh, some of the boys got on ice this week, finally. Hold up, hold up. They them boys. All right. Um, (laughs) They were... (laughs) They were on ice. They were... All right. What? Take four. Take four. <laughs> the boys in orange and black jumped back on ice this week. Um, not a, not a you know, organized practice or anything, but they're at their Voorhees practice facility, shooting around, getting their skating, skating legs under them, uh, which marked our first sighting of Kevin Hayes on ice. Oh, boy. Our big free agent acquisition who's been a consistent topic on this podcast so far um but yeah it was nice just to see that they're getting out there uh which means that well we were yesterday 44 we're now 43 days until game one hey um but you know what they say about 43 days it's 43 days (laughs) you can tell we're struggling here now (laughs) it's been a long day as well um but no, it's it was it got me a little got me a little antsy seeing them on ice, seeing it making <sighs> making me see a see an end of the tunnel. Know that all this flyers lack coming. of talk that I've had, we're gonna we're gonna have we're gonna have consistent consistent flyers talk soon. Yeah, I'm excited. I I, I love me some hockey. Going Can't game one, it. right? No. Yes, you are. I can't afford that. I'm dragging your ass there. I don't care. We'll find a way. All right. Um, Paying for my ticket. <laughs> talk to my people. But, um, <laughs> no, so I wanted to get a little bit into two things besides the Flyers being on ice. Because that's just me. I want, That was a positive. wanted to at least sounds acknowledge. Like a, sounds like a Broadway show. Flyers on ice. Sounds like one of those shitty Disney on ice shows. <laughs> <laughs> they're not shitty. They're they're quality. They're fun. They're fun to watch. I think I was at one once. I think it was like Disney's Toy Story on Ice, but no one knew how to skate. We're a sports podcast, Eric. We're not talking about Disney. Good point. All right. Tell um, me, tell me what happened on the freaking ice. <laughs> all right. Um, there's been a lot of Kevin Hayes hatred, Jimbo. Why do you hate Kevin Hayes? I don't hate Kevin Hayes. I'm a big supporter of Kevin Hayes. I think he may have been signed to little bigger of a contract than I would have liked, but loud. No, we're, we're I'm too loud. No, you're not loud enough. No, I'm loud. I'm, I I keep looking at the levels. Oh. Yeah. 
Thanks, Jim. Um, <laughs> the I'm a big supporter. I think we signed him a little. I think we signed a little too big of a contract, but we already talked about that. I'm still okay with it. That's what you do for free agents. You sign them a little, a little more, a little more than you would have liked. But yeah, the guy's got to make some money, you know. Um, but I don't know. I've seen a lot of Twitter hatred for him, and I just don't understand it. Makes you feel any better. I've seen none of it. <laughs> I don't know. It's just a lot of like Flyers fans, kind of. Fires fans going after him because he's making too much. You know, he did the whole thing that came out that may have not even been true about him saying that, oh, the only reason I'm going to play for the Flyers or I'll sign with them is if they pay me too much, which, yeah, that's what fucking free agency is. Yeah. Um, but, you I don't know. It's just kind of it's just kind of irritating to see that, see that uh, this guy hasn't even, you know, taken one stride in a game yet, and we're already doing that thing that, Philly fans love to do and turn on a guy, which is why no one seems to want to play here. Because if you're not lifting a car, then you're fucking, or you're not like a superstar. Yeah. Yeah. If you're not like if you're not like a a big John Tavares esque signing, then you're like, what the fuck do we even want you for? Which is like not. I don't know. Oh. I I think Kevin Hayes fills a hole. I I've said multiple times in the past five episodes that I think that this Flyers team addressed every single need that they, they had. Um, mm-hmm. This is the first season that they're coming coming in healthy, hopefully. Knock on wood. Um, and yeah, I mean, Kevin I think Kevin Hees is going to be a big contributor this season. Kevin. <laughs> I, think he, I, think, I think he's probably gonna do better than everyone thinks he's gonna that's do. usually what yeah. happens it's, it's it's just people wanting something to bitch about there that's that happens everywhere but we've go. also there's always people gonna complain about oh he's getting paid too much money to play a sport and he's on he's ungrateful for whatever but just chill he's gonna be fine the flyers are gonna be fine so what if they paid him ten million? What was it? How much was it? Seven. seven. Jesus so Christ! They paid we'll him? get into that. Don't worry. Oh yeah, that was but, uh, that was the other guy. So what if they paid him seven million dollars? He's gonna be fine. He's gonna improve the team, and it's just it's gonna make it all. It's gonna make it all look pretty. Plus, you got a guy named Kevin out there now. <laughs> guy looks like a Kevin Hayes, like a Kevinish guy who works in like, like the Kevin, back. Kevin Hayes sounds like a guy, a guy who works in like the back cubby of an office. Well, that and like I don't know, Kevin Hayes is like that sounds like a sports name. That sounds like a guy that I'm gonna hear a lot in the news. So, I'm happy about. We that. hope so for the right reasons. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's just something I wanted to bring orphanage. up. What? He ran over an orphanage in this car. No, not that. Sh- I'm t- <laughs> you're so theatrical, Jimbo. If you're not, if go, if you don't go big, go home. Um, kind of say, but. Yeah, I don't know. It's just it's just irritating, and it's it's the thing about it that really bothers me is that people in this city, particularly the Flyers fans, obviously because that's what we're talking about. Yeah. Um, they've been preaching for change. They wanted Hextall and Hextall fired. They because Hextall wasn't you know when it was time to buy in, he wasn't he wasn't buying. He wasn't. He wasn't getting 
players out of like free agency or making trades or trying to improve the team not through the farm system. Yeah. And you got to marry marry the Yeah, you got to bring you got to bring it together, together. and you got to bring in the Yeah. And the problem is that we got to a point where okay, we drafted really well, but now these kids are coming up. There's not enough room for some of these prospects. We got to get we got to we got to get away. We got to give them some of them away and we got to you know, we got to see what type of big pieces we can get to fill fill these needs we have. This yeah. is what this is what Chuck Fletcher is doing right now. Now, granted, Chuck Fletcher's like he's he's a known big spender. Yeah. But um, well, got, if you spend if you spend on the right guy, you're you're, you're doing yeah. I don't right. care if you spend on how much on what or whatever. But the thing is, is that. Chuck's already had a draft where he's drafted well. This draft this year, we drafted this defenseman, Cam York. He's an American defenseman. A great name, I know. Um, Cam York. Uh, or uh, York Cam. York Yorkum. Yorkum. Um, but, yeah, he's already drafted well. Like he's tra- And then we got this other guy. Uh, name's slipping me right now. But we got this, like, small offensive player, I think, in the second round. Okay. And he's this, uh, apparently he's, like, a huge scorer in juniors. So, like, he's he's shown that he's marrying the two, at least. And also, yeah. he's he just got a pool of prospects. But he's willing to part. He actually, the thing he's done really well that I've noticed is that he's filled holes. You know, he's got Kevin Hayes, he got Matt Niskin, and he got Justin Braun via trade. But... He has yet to part with any prospects that are like coveted. Like yeah. he hasn't gotten rid of anybody yet. So he's really improved the team without losing anything, which is something that I think people are kind of overlooking. Mm-hmm. Because Flyers fans just want a bitch. Because we've had nine years of brutal, sad, depressing hockey, which rightfully so, I can see why people are angry. Sometimes I find myself on the side of you're being blindly optimistic, Eric. Yeah, but someone's got to be because one of these times when I'm blindly optimistic, it's gonna work out, and then I can tell everyone, "Hey, asshole, I was right." But so far, it's been the other way around. But I do think that I do think this season's gonna be a different uh, a different tale, and I think that I think it'll help make Flyers fans a little bit more like, okay, maybe they're doing something right. Like maybe they're maybe we maybe this is a different type of management that we're seeing because right now we haven't had we haven't had any positive uprise we've only had kind of like a steady steady stream and all of a sudden like last season was kind of like a dip because Hextall and Hextall were just that team was all over the place last season was a lost cause you know firing your general manager mid-season is like unheard of okay so I I think it should be done more often Well, yeah, but it's like it's it also it kind of ruins your season in a way because you're kind of like why the players and the coach don't do shit or don't have anything to do with who the GM is. But it kind of brings in this whole like, but yeah, they do because the the well, GM's the, GM the one tells who, them what to no, do. The but GM's like, the one who can be like, hey, you're not my guy. I didn't I didn't get you here. I didn't sign you or trade you. But un, for you, un, so yeah, I don't know. I, to me, I feel like. No, Everyone looks at the GM and says, like, that guy has all the power. We're, like, the players and the coaches, 
I they might not be their guys, but if they're winning games, they're not gonna. Well, we weren't winning games, so that's a different. That's the that's the story. Is that Chuck Fletcher inherited basically a dumpster fire type of situation where he, the coach he had wasn't even a coach that he wanted. It was yeah. a guy that Hackstall hired, or Hackstall. Fuck, there, there's the there's the mix up. Heck, heck. Um, Hackstall was here after Hackstall was fired, which usually it's the coach who gets fired first and then the GM gets fired, but. The, the big, like, theory about why Hextall got canned was that Hextall, um, they, they gave him an ultimatum of firing Hextall, and Hextall was ready to go down with the ship. So then they said, like, all right, fuck you, we're going to just get rid of you. And then they gave Hextall this, like, weird time stamp where, like, we're going to give you, we're going to give you some time, but it really, I think they were just, like, there's no coaches on the market so we're kind of just going to, like, see what happens. And it was, like, one of those – it just – it literally didn't change. Like, he was just – Hackstall, like, coaching did not shift. He, mm-hmm. he showed, like, more emotion in that he, like, yelled once a game. Mm-hmm. And then he looked like he was just zoned out for the rest of it. <laughs> so eventually I think they were just like, all right, we're just going to uh, – cut our losses and then they got an interim coach we went on a little bit of a run but we were just kind of it was such a weird season that i feel like the players were just like we're just for fried we need a fresh start and now they're getting that with a whole new coaching staff and a full season of being healthy a goalie which is unheard of in this city um great success <laughs> so I'm, I'm excited it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun season it's gonna be a fun journey and i'm excited to be able to talk to you every week about it I can't wait to hear about it. Um, why don't you? Uh, why don't you tell me about uh, our other? Oh, buddy the other here. one, real quick. Uh, yeah. All right. <laughs> so, yesterday, this story came out that uh, defenseman Zach Wierenski, who is on Columbus, our division rival, he was drafted. I th- I think he was drafted the same year as Provorov. I'm not a hundred percent certain. It was either Pro Rob or Sandheim, but he um, he was asking for a three-year deal, and he's had kind of a better career than Pro Rob because he's had more playoff experience, and like that's not solely on Pro Rob, but I think he's had more of an like he's been more positive in terms of like he's helped his team more. Mm-hmm. Like, Pro Rob's gone through more more gaps of like rookie mistakes, but yeah. in like his sophomore year like and his like junior year i think this is i think this is his fourth year now yeah it might be his fourth year but um then that story when you read you read through you see a little blip that says rumor is that ivan provorov's camp is asking for 10 million dollars a year which i say to you go fuck yourself <laughs> because I'm a huge Ivan Provorov fan I think he's a really good defenseman he has the capability yeah. of being a number one defenseman mm-hmm. he hasn't shown me that yet though to as consistent level he hasn't he hasn't shown me he's worth 10 million dollars 10 million dollars is like Eric Carlson money like that's franchise defenseman money you don't you don't ask for that unless you've hand delivered me three cups by now like you've personally like with the career that you've had so far you've had a solid career for a young defenseman but you haven't done anything that's been like wow that guy's worth 10 million dollars so i think that's just like absurd to even think it's also it could be a rumor but i mean i think it i think it has some 
I think it has validity to that. Like I think yeah, that you probably num- won't see a pay. I think that number. I think that number it? is probably right. The years. Yeah. The years is where people are kind of like, is it for eight years? Is it for five years? Ten million dollars is too much if it's for fucking one year. Like that's yeah. that's I don't care. Like that he's worth to me. If you're gonna pay him like a big contract, you're giving him. I would the most I would go is if you're gonna give him eight years, I'm giving him six million. Yeah. Five million. Maybe. Well, that makes sense because it's like but, you don't want to eat too much of the cap. But I also don't want to sign him for eight years. I want to sign him for like two or three and like a bridge <laughs> deal and say, look, I want you to prove at least this season why you're worth this much money. If you do, we'll come back at the end of the season. We'll start discussing an extension. But I don't, I, we can't realistically give you this because we got Giroux's contract is up, Katoria's contract is up in a couple of years, Voracek's contract is up, yeah. uh, Carter Hart's up. Like, we got all these guys we got to pay. We can't put all this money into you if we don't. Yeah, and if, if the Flyers want to win, they can't be putting all their money into one defenseman. That hasn't who also may, shown. May or may not. Yeah, he hasn't shown that he's, like, worth that much. I think he's going to have a good career. I'm not, I'm yeah. not, I'm not saying that Ivan Provorov's not, like, a good defenseman. He's a very good defenseman. He's probably the smoothest skater on the ice, on our team at least. Oh yeah, he's but, smooth. Um, you know he's smooth. But I don't. I'm not giving him ten million. I'm giving him five to six for like three years. That's fair. Um, and then our other guy, Travis Konechny, his his is a little bit more positive. He's apparently like a two to three year deal which is a bridge deal for like 4.5 million which is a lot for a bridge deal but i would give him that because he's shown at least even with his role he had the past couple seasons where it's been kind of limited he's at least shown that he's a 25 goal scorer which if you put him on the line with like Giroux or even like hayes and all them you like can move Mm -hmm. him around wherever he's also like a very flexible guy in terms of like you can put him on any spot on the ice and he'll he'll uh he'll work wherever yeah so the fact that he was on the third line with not great players and he still was getting 25 goals a season you put him on a line with like drew and couturier guys tapping probably 30 35 so that's some good stuff right there but i hope he gets done within the next week because I just I want I want one of these guys to at least get a contract because the thing that I'm nervous about is not less so with connecting more so Provrov is he's going to hold out he's 22 years old if you're holding out at 22 they do this happens in the NHL though and the thing that's the other thing that I forgot to mention is that <clears throat> this year is really strange for restricted free agents in that there's like 9 or 10 like top restricted free agents like high caliber players that are holding out that haven't signed yet and the thing is like i'm sure this happens with the mlb you got um you know one guy's kind of like fueling the market once he signs it'll kind of domino effect down so that's kind of what's happening right now and people are kind of waiting for that first guy to sign so i think connecting's not i think connecting's gonna sign soon i don't i'm not worried about him um i think he understands it's just kind of one of those things where they're kind of figuring out like cap space and i think provorov's holding it up a little bit yeah um but i'm worried that like provorov's gonna hold out and then he'll like end up signing like right before the season starts and then it'll fuck up like the momentum of training camp and he'll come in and then all of a sudden like 
they practiced expecting no Provorov. Now they're getting Provorov, which is never bad, but it's like then it's going to kind of it's going to stunt the beginning of the season in terms of like them coming out hot because they're going to try to he's going to have to figure out like when the, we're in the lineup because it's the whole new coaching staff they got to work on that. And then the other thing is like obviously if like he doesn't sign until like the second or third month, then you're really like that's really going to be all weird. Um, Amber Alert. That's Shippensburg. Um, but I think that this Provorov situation needs to get handled very soon because I just don't I don't want that to you got enough new puzzle pieces to put in to play that you don't want to also have to worry about this guy because I don't expect like Provorov's not. I don't think he's going anywhere. It's been it's been said um, by a couple like people that I follow on Twitter with at least some valid credentials mm-hmm. that you know. Do you consider trading Provorov now? No, I don't think you do that because this team has a habit of letting guys go too early, and then they end up making careers. Especially a guy of this caliber, because I think Provorov is a higher caliber player. I just don't think he's shown that he's worth that much money yet. But, like, you definitely don't want to get rid of him so soon when he's only 22. And then the guy goes to, like, another team and he just wins, like, three cups. And he's a huge cornerstone of that team. I want him to be a cornerstone here. I just think they need to find a happy medium. I think he needs to realistically see that, all right, like... This team's gonna pay me if if I you know have a really solid season. And he's he's one of those guys too. I've heard that he's he's a competitor and he's a crazy like guy in terms of working out in the off season, improving what he fucks up. So he takes note. He know he knows he's not like this perfect player. It's not like he's like one mm-hmm. of those like guys who's like I can do no wrong. No, he pay knows. Me, I'm good. Yeah, like he he knows that like he needs to work on things and stuff, but he also like he thinks he's worth more than he is. Granted, like I'm glad that he wants to get paid because I think that eventually he could be worth that money. Yeah. But I don't think at this moment he is. But I don't know. I'm curious to see how this plays out. I just I want it to not play out too much longer. Just I I just you know, you got too much shit, other shit going on. You can't worry about your one of these corner defensemen of your core. That basically Provorov's like a vet now because mm-hmm. he's been on the team for four years, which is like crazy. Don't you think about it? Because um, he's one of the, in terms of the defensemen, he's I think one of the highest tenured defensemen we've had. Him, him, and Gossesbier, I think, are the two that are like have been on the team the longest now. That's how like we. That's how new our defense core is, <laughs> but. Yeah, um, it's gonna be interesting. I just think I think Connecty's eventually just gonna say like, "All right, fuck this, sign me," mm-hmm. which I'm fine with, and I want him to get signed because he's my favorite. He's probably besides Drew my favorite player on the team, and I'm I'm excited to see him this season take a next step and be that elite goal scorer that I think he is. Rooting for Travis. Um, I like me some Travis too. He's 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 filthy, but I don't. Filthy. Yeah, I don't. That's that. I just wanted to bring up that. Ivan thing because I don't know. I mean, it's big news right now. It's big stuff. That's like it's the a, only thing that's happened in the Flyers camp. <laughs> Matt and Kevin Hayes was all nice. <laughs> but, uh. Well, that is his job. All right. 
I think that's uh, we yesterday in our in our take one of our episode. I had a little bit more to say, but a lot more. <laughs> it, was, it was it's tough to it's tough. It's okay. to, I, mean, I don't want to try to fake recreate what happened, but yeah, it's I'm s- sorry for everyone out there. I really wish that this was a bit more of a less choppy. We get, episode, we get a, but maybe there'll be new stuff out next week about it. Hopefully, there's some signings. Hopefully, there's yeah. Some, next week's going to be a better episode. Next week's going to be a better episode. Um, there's going to be more news. We're not going to have our footage delete. Our cable's not going to explode. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I figured uh just kind of abbreviate what what we talked about already and I mean, it sounds good to me sounds good to me so uh that's our flyers talk for now i mean i had another thing i wanted to talk about but i'll save that yeah you can save that it's not that big of a deal it's not like a, it's not really news it's just my take on something that's happened yeah okay but uh, right. why don't we jump right. into why don't we jump into some future some Phillies from the future? Phillies from the future, <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll take a trip to the past. No, um, so uh, last night was uh, some good stuff happening. Uh, don't re- I don't really remember what I talked about last night. I know that you you talked about the the Reese trade article. You talked about uh, yeah, the uh, so there's been there's been news going around. Well, not really news going around, but. A, uh, a reporter in Philly suggested that maybe it might be a good idea to uh, trade Reese Hoskins. Um, I think it's too. I think it's too early to uh, say that Gabe or that uh, Hoskins is cooked. He's not. He's he's got a track record. He's a good player. He's arguably one of the favorite players on this team. Probably. I would I would say that he's probably just as uh, hyped as Harper is sometimes, and this guy's a leader in the locker room. You can't just trade that and get. So, uh, the idea was to get another pitcher for him, but this is a slump. Hitters go through slumps. Better hitters have had worse times than this, and I think he's gonna get he's gonna get out of it. He's gonna work through it. Um, he's shown some sign of life, especially last night. He had a nice double off the wall. There's some good stuff there. Um, he's getting he's getting moving. He's moving around. He's he's tearing the ball. I mean, it's just going right to guys right now. Um, and he's gonna have another off day to work on it. Um, would I like another pitcher besides uh, Aranola? Yeah, I want another pitcher because a one-man firing squad is uh, basically has a target on his back, you know. Um, but uh, there's always getting Garrett Cole in the offseason. The idea was to get Cole and get Anthony Rendon, from, who's going to be a free agent as well, but he's going to cost just as much, maybe uh, he'll cost just as much as Harper. Maybe a little bit less, and Garrett Cole's going to be commanding a lot of money. Should, should we go and get both of them, trade Hoskins, and then have almost eighty million dollars wrapped up in four players? Because Jake Arrieta's deal is still still valid for next year. He'd be an idiot not to take the twenty-five million dollars he's owed. Um, it's just to me that move just doesn't make sense because there are other pitching options available and we can move other pieces instead of 
one of the cornerstones of our offense. Yeah, he's struggled so far, but you're forgetting that this dude basically carried this team in the beginning of the season while Bryce Harper, JT Real Muto had to figure out what they were doing. This guy's a a hitter we need in the lineup. And I'm not just saying that because I kind of, like, I align with Reese Hoskins. I, I enjoy watching him. He's one of my favorite players, especially or especially in a Phillies uniform for quite some time now. Um, I don't agree with that idea. I mean, it would make sense if he wasn't such a, if we didn't know what he could potentially do. He if we did trade him, he's going to go to another team, to a smarter organization. They're going to figure out why he goes into those slumps and he's going to he's going to be so much better than what we can imagine. And I want that here rather than somewhere else. Slugging home runs for someone that Oh, I can't even imagine that right now. But um, that's my take of it right now. Um, I mean, as of we don't. Yeah. We also. Bear it's just. Mind, it's just a. It was just an opinion piece. Bear, it wasn't bear, like an actual. Mind people too. Thing. Um, we also. We were so tired. We didn't listen to that second half of the episode. So you also. We don't know if you talk about that again. Yeah, it might. It might cover it a little bit, but um. Just, just in case we get, we we'll probably dive deeper into it if it's in there. <laughs> I'm just, yeah, yeah. Um, so now I'll just kind of like I'll briefly cover last night's game. Um, Phillies, so uh, Phillies in the future. <laughs> Phillies in the future, or in the present, because it's going to be a two-game thing. So uh, last night they ended up completing the sweep of the reigning MLB champions the Boston Red Sox they scored uh, five runs and held them to only two uh, Drew Smiley only went a couple of innings I believe three he went three and, three and two thirds um, but our bullpen was basically lights out for the entire game and our bullpen is actually uh this uh, I believe we're like the fourth or third best bullpen since the All-Star break, which that says a lot considering we went out and got guys that were basically organizational fodder. Like, just, they didn't want them. We got uh, Jared Hughes, Mike Morin. Um, oh, what's the other guy? I can't even think of him. Anyway. We got these guys basically for nothing. They were just cast outs of other organizations. But since they've been here, they've been really solid bullpen pieces. And that could really help our team going forward since our pitching isn't that great. Um, and if our offense catches fire, if we get Reese Hoskins back on on a good track here, we'll have Bryce Harper, JT Realmuto, Corey Dickerson, Gene Segura, Scott Kingery, and Reese all doing good things right now that could be a dangerous thing come September especially for other teams um Harper hits another home run last night he's up to uh 29 20 20 help me (laughs) 27 he's up to 27 home runs and like two weeks ago he had 17 so it's like (laughs) he's really been pouring it on 
Um, <laughs> really happy to see that. Um, the guy just keeps on having clutch at bats for us, and it's just good news. Good news all around right now. They uh, the Phillies take on the Miami Marlins coming up this weekend. This is a must-win series because we can't have a losing record to the Miami Marlins. I just refuse to have that happen. We we uh. I do know we, we go into yes, this. Yes, we, we did go into a long, long talk about how the most, I believe yeah. this is the most important stretch of baseball for the Phillies going forward. So we won't have to talk about it again. Yeah. It's already been. But, yes, I agree. And I've looked into it more over the past day, and fuck yeah. This is this is the time to strike right now. This is crunch if time. We can, if we can win and gain some ground right now and at, go at least, like, 500 against all those big teams and that back end of the – season we could do some damage we could get to the, we could get to that playoff spot this is a last night was a big last night was a big big push big in the bonus. right direction but big, big nice stuff we need to hope that next game they continue because that would yeah. be the next game would be the to, we need the momentum to keep going we can't have a a big win against the reigning world series champ and then a dud against the, one which, of the worst teams in the which league. seems to be a theme of this team so yes yeah, so i don't expect anything but you know what if they can sustain some welcome to win Flyers streaks, hockey jim expect to be disappointed <laughs> if they can sustain some win streaks we could be on a in a, in a good spot in a couple in a, in a month or so i mean that's pretty much all i got to talk about right now yeah because we have your other section we have that and we got to figure out how that ties into here and all I'll make a we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna have a little bit of a chop. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be a surgery type episode. But yeah. you know what? This happens. We gotta. We're we're new. We're new to the podcasting game. No excuses. This should have been done. No shit happens. <laughs> no, I was I was pretty bummed about it yesterday, but I've had a day of recollection. And you know what? Better to happen early now when instead of later when we maybe we have like a bit more of a bit more to talk about and a bit more. More of a following. More of a following. So, you know, it's it's, early. it's still early, and yeah. it is, we're just going to make sure that this doesn't happen again. All right. It's a good learning curve. But uh, Spread the news. Big Stick Energy is spreading across the Philadelphia area. This is 2021. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but uh, enjoy enjoy the second half of the episode where I'll admit this first this first little bit where we just talked was, sounds, sounds a little – more or less upbeat than the second half because it's just yeah we're still a little still, mood change yeah we're still hurting a little bit from yesterday but sorry. enjoy the second half um sorry that the flyers talk took the hit it seems like it's a daily occurrence <laughs> um but enjoy the second half and uh, right. we'll talk to you we'll talk to you next week it sounds yeah. like we're ending but you guys still have 45 minutes left of shit to listen to so enjoy <laughs> all, right, all right later later but not really bye see you in two seconds Philly's playoff situation still, still in a precarious spot. We're tied right now for third place with the Mets in our division. Uh, the Nationals are Nationals are three games ahead right now. Not great, um, but they have lost one, so we could we could move in there a little bit. Diamondbacks are one game behind. Giants are two games behind. The Cubs. The Cubs are probably in that second wild card spot right now. We are two games behind them. 
Brewers are a game behind us, so it's still pretty tight right now. Um, I'm telling you, the Phillies are going to squeak in, and then they're going to end up getting shit housed in that wild card game. You never know. Aaron Nola? No, I'm, I'm, I'm a, I am 100% hoping that maybe the Flyers gave the Phillies the Flyers luck, and the and the Flyers are kind of, well, no, the reversal of what the Phillies were was absolute dog shit, so I'd hope we don't have that. But I think that maybe we've traded luck a little bit. Maybe you guys are just going to go through a bit of like a, what are we? And then you'll end up. I don't know. Aaron Nola. Speaking of Aaron Nola, he had a very good game last night against the Red Sox, the former World Series champion. I have something Red I want to bring up to you, too, yeah. um, once you're done with this. That has It's not really Phillies-related, but it's something that I saw come up on my phone about the MLB that's actually kind of funny that I want to get your take on. All right. <laughs> um, Aaron Nola went seven strong innings, seven strikeouts, one, one walk, and gave up one home run. Two earned runs on that home run. But... Uh, he had a really solid night against a very good uh, Red Sox offense, and uh, that's always positive to see. Um, and news is saying that Aaron Nola will be playing every five games from now on, or every fifth day from now on. So that includes after off days and stuff like that. Nola's going every game, or in a, in a five-day span, Aaron Nola will be pitching. Which is a good thing going that stretch because they need they need to kind of just kind of lean on Nola. He's the only guy that's going to give he's you the backbone of that pitching staff. He is. He's the only guy that's going to you know what you're going to get out of him. He like, might not he, win he, every game, but he's yeah. yeah. I mean, we're not we're we're learning, we're not uh, we're not looking at wins. We're looking at stability here. No, he, he's going to give him he's going to give him the best chance to win every. Yeah, it, it's not going to you're not going to have days. to really worry about the pitcher being the reason you lose that game. It's yeah. more so. It's more an offensive based thing, and the Phillies tend to give, at least this year, are giving Nola run support. So that's a good thing. Um, the more Nola pitches, the better chance we have to win. Which, so yeah, which is it, so it would make sense to use your best piece. Yep, that would make sense. It would make sense, Eric. Um, Tonight we got a uh, good old Drew Smiley, Cliff Smiley, with his seven point oh nine ERA. Has let up five runs and he's <laughs> after <laughs> let up five <laughs> runs over the past. Remember uh, that fucking month ago we were games. like this Drew Smiley guy might be. We know what we were getting out of Drew Smiley. The guy barely pitched this year. There's a reason why he wasn't on a team. Like uh, going against Rick Porcello, who does not have a very good ERA, so we could capitalize on this a little bit and actually take two of two from the uh, Boston Red Sox. In Boston, who, who honestly are pretty much around our. They are, but they're they won the World Series last year, so. <laughs> We're only looking at We're, the present, uh, not the past or the future. This is a this is a this is a team that should be in the playoff contention. Their pitching has been a little upsetting. Uh, they just lost Chris Sale, who is one of the pr- premier pitchers in baseball for the season. So. That's definitely a. I mean, he had a terrible start to the season, too. Because, like, oh, he's. I don't think he's getting Tommy John, but at least he's getting Wait, done no. for the season. I think I saw something. Sale getting Tommy John? That would be not good for them because they signed him to a five year deal. He's getting, like, $30 million. 
because he started off the season really. No, nah, it was um, really bad. Chris Sale avoids Tommy John. Yeah, he's report he'll be reevaluated six weeks after he gets his injection. Yeah, so I mean that's probably a good thing. Um, Who gives a shit though? It's not about us. <laughs> well, I, I like Chris. Sale. No, I know. I've, always, I know, I know. I've, I've been a fan of Chris. No, Sale I know. Since you never want to see, no matter like he's how, been on the white side. No matter how actually. many times you. You know, he's an opposing player. You never want to see someone go down for an injury, especially a big player in the sport like that. Like when yeah, you want your you want your superstars to be playing regardless of what team they're on because then it yeah. makes the game fun to watch. Yeah. So you never want anyone to but play, unless they're an absolute asshole, then go fuck you. At least the Phillies yeah. don't have to play him. So <laughs> no, there's always a positive. You know, you don't want anyone to get hurt, but you take yeah. what you got. Um, so Drew Smiley going tonight. Hopefully he uh, can kind of hold it together. Against Rick Porcello, who also shouldn't should Probably struggle playing tonight. All right, I gotta get on. I gotta cut you off because I gotta just ask you this because I know we can talk about this right now. So I got a I got a thing from uh, I got a pop up on my phone about the MLB, and mm-hmm. apparently there's a PED ban now for male enhancement pills. So you can't get a boner while you play. So like sex, <laughs> like it's over the counter sex. Enhancement pills. What? I don't know. I guess MLB. Oh, players, I guess I, I understand why you wouldn't want a guy on the mound with a boner. It's like, a, it's like league reportedly warning players about using over-the-counter sex enhancement pills. So, gentlemen, please, if you're gonna if you're gonna go out for a night on the town, avoid the Viagra. <laughs> Hell, that's such a weird thing. But like, do you ever have you ever like read those those like what drugs are banned in the league? And it's always like there's like weird shit that's on there that like ADHD. Well, there's like stuff that like we would take normally. Yeah. That players can't take like, like they have. I think um, I think some of like the protein powders that you can that you eat and like make shakes with from like I don't know GNC and stuff, but. Those some of those are like on there because they had like the type of stuff that they put in there. Yeah, I think I, I, I think that that that's just kind of stupid. No, I know. <laughs> some of the things. I just needed just to bring it up because I like saw that and I started to laugh a little. I was like, "You gotta be shitting me!" Yeah. I just imagine being a player like that coming out is like, let me think who who uh, like Bryce Harper suspended for forty eight games for dick enhancement creatine. <laughs> <laughs> no, for like, yeah, for for popping a Viagra on his dude. His kid's about night. to be born. That's why the other day when he left, when he left the game, remember for dehydration. Yeah, that was thought, scary. That was well, a scary. Moment. People thought that maybe he left because you know his wife's do. So maybe yeah. he like. Granted, I don't think he'd be one of those. Would you think he would leave the game early? Think he would? He would do it? Yeah, I guess because his first kid, he'd probably leave. Yeah, it's a big thing. They would probably also come out and say, "Hey, he left because." His kids being born, they wouldn't I'm have having a baby. Well, there wasn't. There was like this, like inning and a half to two inning time no frame where like people happening. were like the Bryce Harper like we get died. hurt, <laughs> like and then there was like nah, he just for some reason someone on the Philly staff forgot to give him water. Ugh, <laughs> 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 oh, good old Phillies. Anyway, so tonight Drew Smiley against Rick Porcello should be an interesting one. Hopefully, Drew Smiley does better than was ERA suggests. Um, after the uh, Red Sox series, they have another off day. Another off day for the uh, hitting savant, Charlie Manuel, to uh, get really into the uh, 
into the grind with these hitters. Give them some uh, some pointers. And then they head down to uh, good old sunny Florida to play them Marlins. That hopefully ends in a series win. Because if we lose another series to the Marlins, that's that's the sign-off point, baby. <laughs> we can't lose to the Marlins. So you're saying those three games against the Marlins? We could lose Marlins? tonight, but if anything happens, over this next stretch, the Phillies need to win because they're playing. Saying. All right, so they're playing the Marlins next, and then and they're playing the, the Pirates, Pirates, who are not a good team. Um, then I believe they play the Mets somewhere in there. Is there, there's a stretch of player of teams that they're playing that they should. Oh, I have the schedule up here. Here it is. So yeah, they're playing the Sox tonight. Marlins starting on Friday. Three game series, and they play the Pirates, and then we're playing them New York Mets, who should suck, in my opinion. But it's whatever. Who knows. Them Medi boys. Then we're playing the Reds, and then the Mets again before we take on the Braves for a four-game series. This is a stretch of baseball. The Phillies need to get their act together. Hopefully, our buddy, big fella, gets out there, hits some dingers. Harper stays hot. Real Muto stays hot. Kingery stays Kingery. <laughs> <laughs> Stay Kingery, San Diego. But anyway, I I like Kingery. I think he's gonna do good. Um, this is a stretch of baseball they need to win. No, honestly, because they play the Braves and the Nationals coming up. This shit happens in every single um, like season with any team, but this is the most important stretch of their season. The Nationals pretty much. There's five games against the Nationals. Yeah, this pretty, doubleheader. This pretty much make or breaks the season right now. Like, right. like, like, pretty much. I wouldn't say it makes or breaks it because, like, you still got all. You're of definitely, September. you're you definitely got all of September to win games. You're, you can't you're, really just hold off. And you're pull bending off. the stick. You're this. You lose. You lose yeah. some of your bend if. Yeah. Um, they lose some. I of predict games, so. we've. I if the Phillies stay 500 baseball through September 4th, I think it's a. Done deal. I don't think we're making the playoffs. But if they prove me wrong, what was that final? What was the final day you said? September fourth. Till two Wednesdays from now. <laughs> so you're saying, depending upon what happens in these next two Wednesdays, two weeks, next two weeks, these next two weeks between. are very important for the Phillies. If they can't, what? How many games if they can't in this go next on a two-week streak, stretch can they go to lose? You're saying afford like, to lose? How many games in the next ten games? Yeah. Or next? Let's see. One. We got tonight, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. In the next thirteen games, they need to win ten games. They need to win ten games. Alright. So they, they got they can't afford to lose. So anymore. they got they need to be so at seventy five. So they wins. got so they got three losses they can handle, but they need out of that to be able to win, let's say they could have two. Hell, if you're going to go towards that two second Mets series, yeah, let's go two you're six go to game win streaks. If you're going to go to that Mets series before the Braves, they got to win. They got to win all these series. 
let's say two six game win streaks. They gotta they gotta try to win at least or twelve games. Well, knowing knowing those games. knowing them, all right. Let's say they've what won four. They pretty much only been able to put together four game win streaks, five games once. So let's say mm-hmm. they win. So there's 13 games, so they could have three straight wins. They could lose. Maybe have four straight wins. They could lose. If three they win three straight games, that's gonna be so painful. <laughs> well, let's that's see. So Wait, let, let, let's see how we do. All right. Look, this is September. This is our September schedule. It's Reds in there for the first series. Mets in there for three games. Braves for four games. Sox, Red Sox. Well, again I was only for talking two. about the two-game win streak. Or, I mean, the, not the, the two-game win streak, the two-week the period. Two weeks. Yeah, so I was going to try to put together, like, my own mock. Like, what what can we – what's the most painful way that they could lose games? So let's well, be, first would be to lose to the Marlins. Let's be realistic. So three straight wins. There we go. <laughs> Hopefully. You All right, hope so. and then – Should we, be six straight wins. Well, wait here. a second. So if they're trying to do – if they're trying to do NOLA for every five games, NOLA just pitched, One, right? One, two, three, four. He's pitching against the Marlins. So he would pitch against the Marlins, so we could hand, so one Marlins game. Hopefully, I know, he'd pitch. Oh yeah, he would pitch that. So he would do Marlins, then he would do the Pirates again. Pirates. And then he would do the Mets again, right? Or yeah. they only do yeah, three. Yeah, he'd be in the Mets because so a, so basically he would pitch once a series. I mean, not once you get here, but um, he'd pitch twice, or he'd pitch, he'd pitch like here again. And then you would pitch. And then you would pitch the beginning of that Brave series. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So, but realistically, so you prepare yourself for one of those Pirates games to be a drop, which wouldn't hurt as much as losing to the Marlins. Pirates aren't great, but you could you could at least be like, ah, whatever. They lost to the Pirates. They lost. They can't lose to the Pirates. They can't lose to the Marlins. They can't lose to the Pirates, and they can't lose to the Reds. I'm just they can't pre- lose to the Mets. They, I'm just, they really can't lose the Mets because the Mets are tired of them. But I'm prepping for you for it to happen. I'm just preparing you because you're. I'm, I'm trying not to, one, get your hopes up too much because realistically we need to win 13 fucking straight games, so let's just do that. But that can't happen. So. No, it can't happen. <laughs> they could win 13 games and then another 13 games. They could take one game how breaks. About, how about Bryce Harper hits a grand slam in every single game for 13 The Phillies need to games. win 10 games. Then lose one, ten games, then lose one, ten games, then lose one. If they do that, all right. Well, they would. If they do that, they will have won thirty games. And <laughs> all right. Well, see, seeing as how you're living in a fantasy, and that's not going to happen. We just need to, we need to prepare ourselves for how this is going to go because we, at this point, you already predicted they're not having an identity, and not knowing what you're going to get is almost their predictable path because you're like you can at least prepare yourself if they win a certain amount of games. You're like. All right, I'm preparing myself in the next two games for them to lose because we got to get back. We can't well, we get back down to earth. Let's put this in a perfect world situation. All right, Nola went last night. Tonight it's Smiley. All right, I'm so saying let's, I'm saying Vinny Velo comes out there. That'll give us. He's he's. I think he him. He's turned Nola, the corner. I, I think, think a little Nola, bit. He's a better shot at winning. At least, at least he's like you. you at least the last couple games. Yeah, you're at least kind of gonna have a chance. I think to be honest with you, right now it looks like. Vince Velasquez, and Nola. Aaron Nola, and uh, Jason Vargas. That's three. They're our best three pitchers that's right three. now. That's three. That's three a, added. That's a crew. <laughs> Nola's good, that's but the three. other two. <laughs> All right, so how many pitchers? There's five in your pitching staff or six? Five. 
That's three out of five games, baby. If we can just win those days, then. <laughs> uh, we haven't won for Vargas yet. We he's, he's held the other teams to like two runs, but we even. But done the anything. offense seems to disappear whenever he shows up. Um, Velasquez. Velasquez, I hope he's turned a corner because if that's the case, then he could be a nice third or fourth starter on this team, maybe a fifth. All right, but but I'm just prepping you because I don't want you. I, I know. I, I know. I just I I'm the biggest hypocrite because I used to do this shit all the time with the Flyers. I'd be like, yeah, fuck yeah, baby, we're good. We can't lose to these teams. And the thing is, is they'll lose to the fucking Marlins and then they'll beat the Braves. So they'll just kind of counter what they were doing. I know. Yeah. I'd rather lose to the Braves than lose to – I'd rather not lose to anyone. Well, we could lose to the Braves because they kind of have the division. But But we need the Mets and the Nationals to kind of lose. Ugh. We have two series against the Mets, so we could put some distance against them. We can't and we have five games, five games against the Nationals. So we can't counter. Those are all crucial yeah. games. You want to make sure that if, regardless of what you're doing, you win. Until you that def- point, yeah. until that point, we need to win some games. Yeah, you definitely don't want to start dropping these games and also see the Mets losing because then it's going to be shitty. Because you're like, well, you had ground you could gain, but you also just want to make sure you stay in the race. You also don't want the Mets to win, and you like. Shit out an egg, and no one wants the Mets to win. Not even the Mets want the Mets to win. But I'm just so it's going to be an interesting period. We're getting into we're getting into crunch time now, and it's getting fun. Crunch time. It's getting actually. I like this two week period. It's been crunch. Well, next week we can come back too, and also we'll be able to see like how we're doing in this week span. We'll either be really happy, or you're going to go through a depression, and I'm going to have to. I'm just saying right now, the Phillies need to win. Every series until they played the Braves, but they can do ten out of thirteen games. If like they could. worst case scenario is what they need, they, they need to they need to win every series until they play the Braves next. That's what I'm. So saying. they can lose three games if in that they entire if span. they lose one of those series. Fuck. I don't think this is I don't think this is a good thing. But I'm also gonna do that. I'm gonna I'm gonna play devil's advocate and say that. Because I'm comparing this to the Flyers because, like, this shit happens every year with them, except for this year because we're going to be, you know, fantastic. But they'll do that thing where you'll kind of, like, give up after they lose, like, a series they should have won. Like, maybe, like, the Marlins series, they somehow, someway lose it. And you'll be like, all right, that might be it. And then they'll fucking come out and they'll win again, and they'll put themselves back in the same position. And you'll be like, I just I just don't get it. Like, I just I can't give up on the team. I can't give hope on the team. I just have to stay in the middle and just see where we end up. It's almost like you're kind of on a journey. Your eyes are closed, and you just don't know where you're going. You just hope you end up at the path that you want, but as long as you get there unscathed. Well, hopefully tonight's a win, and hopefully the next – 20 games are a win. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's the goal. It's going right, to it's, it's it's be fun, though. I, you have my vote of confidence. If Reese Hoskins can put this together, Reese, Reese can help put this team on his back. Bryce Harper's doing that at the moment. He's getting hits. JT Romuto's doing a solid bang-up job. This team can win. I'm going to be positive. I'm going to be positive. I'm going to forget that Zach Eflin is like – Wearing a one-ton bracelet on his on his throwing arm. That's too heavy. And because he's too heavy, and I'm gonna forget that Drew Smiley's ERA might as well just be infinity. 
This team can win games. How's my boy Nicky P? Nicky Pavetta? Yeah. How's he doing? I don't know, man. Dude's a fucking child. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I don't want to get into it because I know that. Yeah. Well, we're not going to get into that. Well, hopefully, I want to see this team turn a corner next week. If not, it's going to be it's, tough. It's I gonna, think it's losing. It's, it's going to be. It's going to be tough to have a vote of confidence going here on. If out. that, if the Phillies win the next couple couple weeks, that's a good thing. If they lose the next couple weeks, I think we have a new manager next year. I think we have a whole bunch of new stuff. I, next year. But. We're I, not going to get into that. No, We're not going to. No, get into no, that. no. I want to <laughs> say something that um, I I think that regardless I think that management's keeping an eye around and thinking like not that I don't think they're going to get rid of Kapler, but I think they've been keeping an eye out and seeing like even regardless of what happens this season, we might still cut ties and go for someone else who might be a little bit more. Never know. Yeah, but I don't well, I don't. We'll talk about that one next week. Or we probably because don't. we'll have a better idea about what's going to happen next week. <laughs> Good point. We'll have we'll have a little bit more of a storyline to go with because yeah. right now we're just kind of guessing. For all we know, we could be we could be living large and getting ready for the playoffs. Just kidding. We're not. We're not going to be getting ready for the playoffs until like game one hundred and fifty-seven. Yeah. So when we're kind of like, all right, we're we're, we're there, but. It's gonna be a fun, it's gonna be a fun ride at least hopefully. hopefully at least for this next two weeks after that it might not be more fun it might be a rough podcast but <laughs> by that point we're gonna have flyers talk so it'll be yeah. it'll be we'll be able to counter the depression but I don't think that's gonna happen because I think the Phils are gonna they're gonna take these couple series and we're gonna we're gonna be good to go well I hope so Eric we set out to record this podcast at eleven o'clock it is almost five. It's like a full day of work. <laughs> it was a journey. Except though. we're not getting paid. Go to Patreon. <laughs> please, please uh, give us some sympathy money. We would appreciate your pity. Go uh, to Patreon. Check us out on Twitter at Stick Energy. Um, what else? Yeah, I got any closing thoughts? I'm thinking. I'm done with closing thoughts. My closing thoughts are the Phillies need to win. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess just you know we'd appreciate you guys checking out our Patreon, supporting us on there, so we can keep pumping out the content, pump yeah. and getting ideas on what you guys want to talk about. Because we're already taking a monetary loss at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, we uh, check us out on Twitter, like Jim said, and. You know, make sure you share your thoughts and let us know what you guys want to talk about. Yeah, tell maybe us we'll what put you out, think. Maybe we'll put out a tweet and see who, what you guys want us to talk about and what you want us to lean on more. I know we said we were going to do that last week, but uh, we had some technical difficulties, obviously, and we were just focused on a lot of other stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but we'll, we'll get to that. And, um, yeah, I mean. That's all I got. Yeah, this was all a pretty, right. pretty jam-packed episode of – we got we – got, I originally had one topic to talk about with the Flyers, and it was gonna be a it was gonna be an interesting topic, but it wasn't gonna be a lot. We ended up with like 50-50 shot of content today. This is a first. There we go. All right. Well. Um, All right. I think that's episode six of Big Stick Energy. I'm Eric. I'm Jim. And uh, stay golden. We'll talk to you next week. Take care, everyone. Bye bye.